Um, but yesterday we learned that there had been a decision made. Well, we know that Santos has launched an appeal to regain its drilling rights for the $4.7 billion offshore gas project. Um, now, uh, Federal Court Ju- uh, Chief Justice James Allsop said yesterday that he'd expedite the appeal against that decision that was revoked or it revoked Santos's uh, drilling environment plan. Now, um, there is quite a bit to this decision. I guess, uh, you know, for me, I'd read through some of the different articles that had been published and and certainly heard bits and pieces about it and thought, I really have no idea what it all means. And I know that a lot of our listeners probably feel exactly the same way. So we have all been wondering, what does this decision to halt the project mean for the local people? But also, what does it mean more broadly when we talk about industry and the environment? And joining me in the studio to tell us a little bit more or to hopefully give us a little bit of of an understanding. I have got Charles Darwin University Professor of Law, Liz Spencer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Kim. Thanks Thanks so much for your time. And we've also got course coordinator and lecturer in law, Roz Vickers. Good morning to you, Roz. Hi, Kim. Yeah, thank you both so much for your time this morning. Now, um, firstly, Roz, what does the decision by Santos to appeal to regain the drilling rights mean now? Well, what it means is essentially that the court will revisit the decision of Justice Bromberg. And the original decision that Justice Bromberg made only a few weeks ago was to declare the drilling permit that Santos held to be invalid. And the reason that he said it was invalid was that the regulator, NOPSEMA, didn't follow the laws or require the laws to be followed properly and that Santos hadn't properly consulted with the Tiwi Islander people. Uh, in particular the Manupi clan, about their interest in the sea country. Okay, and so I suppose a lot of people listening will sort of be wondering now what the appeal, what, what the appeal means. Yeah, so what the appeal really means is that the full federal court, so it'll be at least three judges of the full federal court, will redetermine the matter, and the, the matter will be determined by what's raised in the, the grounds of appeal or the notice of appeal. Yeah. And that notice of appeal is really going to the fact that the original judge made a mistake in the way that he interpreted the laws and also uh, interpreted the evidence that was given to him. And how like, how long does a process like an appeal such as this, because it does sound like it's a pretty complicated thing, how long would something like that potentially take? Yeah, so the full federal court um, will be listed for two days mm-hmm. to rehear the matter. And... So that bit won't take so long. The original hearing, I think, was five and included a day of the court going out to the Tiwi Islands to hear the evidence um, on country, which was a a first. The the full federal court's been listed for two days, and so that bit won't take so long. It's normally the part where the judges are mulling over the legal issues and delivering and determining what their judgment will be is the time yeah uh, the time delay and I and you know in the meantime I suppose a lot of people will be wondering um what you know what the decision means when it comes to the certainty of projects in the Northern Territory I know that there's been a lot of discussion about gas sort of forming part <laughs> of uh, of the econ- economic bounce back and so a lot of people will be wondering what the decision means in terms of certainty for those wanting to do business in the Northern Territory. And look, the decision is actually the decision of NOPSEMA, which is the federal or the the Commonwealth Environment regulator for anything that's in the offshore petroleum area, so the Commonwealth waters. So as far as, yes, it does have an impact on the Territory environment, but it's not actually a Territory decision maker that's being challenged. So it's 
the implications could actually be greater for all activities in the Commonwealth waters that fall under the particular regulations that are very specific to offshore petroleum. I think that um, while the, you know obviously we care about jobs and yeah. we care about attracting investment, and uh, Santos has said that um, public um, a public policy issue here mm. is what does project approval look like and how can business achieve certainty and that's something that all Australian governments should be addressing. Consultation has been a fraught issue as you would know yep. and and it isn't settled what that looks like but I think one of the great things about this ongoing discussion and the debate that this decision process is engendering, no matter which way it goes, it really helps us focus our thinking in, yeah, we need to we need to respect business interests and we need um, certainty for investment, yeah. but stewardship of the environment also means not shutting out the voices that are most interested in the protection of the land and the seabed, the traditional owners. And making sure that there is that genuine consultation with them. Absolutely. And what does that look like? Yeah, and I suppose that's going to be, um, you know, very much a, uh, a, I guess, an interesting part of this whole process, the consultation factor, because that uh, at the heart of it all is, uh, you know, is, is what needs to be happening. And like you've said there, if this, if this decision then potentially is going to impact not just here in the Northern Territory, but Commonwealth waters um, all around the place, it's going to have a, a much greater impact right around. Look, it could do. The other thing that the, the Commonwealth Government can do is actually change the regulations and, and essentially mean that this particular issue about consultation will no longer be an issue. If the law says this is no longer an issue, this is how you undertake consultation and make it a bit clearer, then it won't be an issue moving Yeah, right. Forward. And so is that something like, that potentially could or, you know, could be looked at or should be looked at? It's something that I'm sure that the Federal Government will be looking at right yep. now. Um, and it's... It would be the normal course of action um, that, you know, you've got a decision that's come from the federal court. What does it mean? Mm -hmm. You're a government lawyer and you'd be looking at, well, this is what the regulation says. Is this what we want it to really mean according to the federal law or the federal court's yep. decision? And, and providing advice moving and would, forward. I mean, would that potentially um, make things much clearer then for <laughs> any industry wanting to do business, whether it's here or wherever it is around Australia, if there's very clear-cut regulations uh, when it comes to that consultation? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, it would still be uh, up to the original or the decision-makers to ensure that those regulations are being complied with. Yep. It's definitely one solution but you've also got to go back to and say well what's the point of having these regulations is it to ensure that we include all of those voices that need to be heard in the process and if that's the case well it may be that the consultation provisions are actually widened and mm -hmm. make it clearer that yes you do need to consult with all traditional owners about all of their interests so it's it's could go either way it's and a really difficult question. Yeah, <laughs> well, it all sounds so complicated, and I guess that this is the you know the difficult part for a lot of people listening, and I know even for me is that you you know you you understand or you certainly find out about these different decisions, but you do wonder what kind of impact they're going to have longer term. It, it's not a seismic shift in my view, and yep. Roz might disagree. In some ways, it is a seismic shift, and, and I'm here because I'm a bit of a Justice Bromberg. Um, 
groupie, and um, <laughs> he, he's he's known for um, some really interesting decisions. For example, the Sharma yeah. decision that found that a minister owed future generations a duty of care in um, in considering the environment. And this is also a really brave decision on his part, on the part of a single judge of the federal court. Alsop, in his statement, saying he could understand and see why it needed an expedited appeal. To me, looks like he's almost already thinking, you know, a little bit more pro-industry and, and, and balancing the decision more yeah. in his mind uh, on that side of the equation. But I think what's, what's really great about this is that it, it is, it is a, it's a tiny shift. It's a tremor, maybe not a seismic shift, but those, those small shifts move us forward a lot. So these decisions are super important from that perspective. Well, I really appreciate you both coming in this morning and giving us a bit of an understanding, certainly from that legal perspective, about how it's all going to work. Um, So thank you so very much for your time this morning. Charles Darwin University Professor of Law, Elizabeth Spencer, and also course coordinator and lecturer in law, Ros Vickers. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you.